Which country sees the deadliest tornadoes? If you're thinking USA, think again. Out of the top 10 deadliest tornadoes, six of those have actually been recorded in Bangladesh. Not quite so severe here in the UK, but is there an end in sight to this recent chilly weather? As we head towards the weekend, a chance of some wintry showers as well across parts of East Anglia, Kent, Sussex and even into London. And what a load of old rubbish, the campaign to clean up Britain's beaches. The campaigns involved people dressed up as Mr Pooh Man <laughs> uh, walking to Westminster. It's Wednesday the 10th of April and you're listening to Weathersnap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Adam McGiven and you're listening to Weathersnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. During the spring, as the sun gains in strength across the northern hemisphere, we begin to see an increase in showers and thunderstorms across parts of North America, Europe and Asia. Tornado Alley in the United States is infamous for its photogenic but destructive supercell thunderstorms and the powerful tornadoes they often produce. Less talked about, but just as severe, are the thunderstorms and tornadoes that impact Bangladesh. And it's during April that these storms reach a peak, as meteorologist Luke Mile explains. So in April, the reason that we're seeing really severe thunderstorms is due to the warm air that's pushing its way up from the Bay of Bengal. That then collides with very cold air sat over the Himalayas. So that big contrast then creates big thunderstorms and that's what then creates the tornadoes. Of course, we hear more about USA tornadoes in the news and we see some dramatic pictures from Tornado Alley each year. But Bangladesh has a terrible history of deadly tornadoes as well. It does, but in Bangladesh we don't tend to hear about the same level of tornadoes because of where it's located. It's a third world country, the population is often very poor and therefore we don't hear in the news or see on social media about the extent of their tornadoes. That is, despite the fact that out of the top 10 deadliest tornadoes, six of those have actually been recorded in Bangladesh. As we've said, April is the peak time of year for these severe storms and we've seen plenty of them during the last week or so. What's the outlook over the next week? So over the next week, we will continue to see some heavy thunderstorms and a few tornadoes at first. However, things are going to turn calmer. Still a few showers around for the next few days, but after that, fewer tornadoes likely. Met Office meteorologist Luke Mile. The start of April has seen some lively showers in the UK. We've seen everything from sunshine, rain, hail, snow and strong wind gusts. Some places experienced four seasons in one day. During the rest of this week, it will feel like we're back to winter at times, with a return to cold winds from the east as well as frosty mornings. But there is also some warm sunshine in the forecast. Here's meteorologist Becky Mitchell. Although most places should be dry with some good sunny spells, there's a chance we could have a few showers, particularly as we head towards the weekend, a chance of some wintry showers as well across parts of East Anglia, Kent, Sussex and even into London. So a lot of those showers will be in the form of hail, maybe a little bit of sleet as we head into the weekend and that shows just how cold it's going to feel in the east. Brisk easterly winds over the next few days will make it feel bitter along those east coasts. Temperatures in the east, I think 
generally 8 or 9 degrees. Further west, well, west is best for sunshine this week and it will feel quite warm in the sunshine in the next couple of days in western areas. Highs of maybe 13 or 14 degrees. Now, as we head into the following week, it looks like things might start to turn a little less cold. Potential for some more showers, more likely to be of rain this time. Temperatures slowly getting back up towards where they should be for the time of year. So over the next few days, we will have some night frosts in that cold air. But next week, night frosts look much less likely. I think temperatures overnight probably holding up just about above freezing for most of us, which should be good news for any gardeners. Coastal pollution is a huge problem affecting countries throughout the world. Surfers Against Sewage are the Met Office's official charity partner and they have long campaigned for action to tackle marine pollution. The group recently visited Met Office HQ to launch their Big Spring Beach Clean. It's happening at locations across the UK right now and as SAS's Louise Allen explains, you don't need to live on the coast to get involved. Service Against Sewage is coming up for its 30th anniversary next year and it was set up by a bunch of surfers who were very, very concerned about mainly sewage pollution, which was making them ill. The campaigns, some of which involved people dressed up as Mr Pooh Man <laughs> walking to Westminster to highlight the problems, those days of slightly anarchic campaigning are gone, but we are still lobbying to make sure that bathing waters are safe for people to go in. We started off being interested in sewage pollution, but we've started looking at all aspects of marine pollution. We are working with the Met Office to promote education about how things turn up on beaches due to the weather, and we're here today to talk about the Big Spring Beach Clean. We've got all sorts really that we find on beach cleans around the UK. Like Ribena can that came up in Fistral from the 60s maybe, we haven't dated that one. The Met Office have been fantastic. They've been reducing their single-use plastic and systematically looking at the way they deal with their waste. Really until we view plastic as pollution and therefore the emphasis is put on producers, nothing much is going to happen. It really depends on where you are in the country as to what the main offenders are on the beaches. In Cornwall, we find a lot of fishing gear. In London, you'll see a lot of single-use plastics turning up on the riverbank. Microplastics are a big issue. A lot of people go to a beach and they think, oh, this is clean. But actually, if you sift just under a couple of inches of sand, you'll find the microplastics, which really are almost worse for the environment because they get taken up by sea animals, broken down into smaller and smaller pieces. Last year we removed nearly 117 tonnes of plastic pollution from beaches. More recently we've started working with the British Canoe Club who've been clearing rivers for us. This current campaign we have 10 mountaintop cleans as well as about 80 river cleans but also inner cities. We'd love everybody to get involved in the beach clean. Your local volunteer organiser, of which we have 170 across the UK, they will provide everything that you need. Last year we had 70,000 volunteers.
Louise Allen of Surfers Against Sewage. The Big Spring Beach Clean runs till the 14th of April. To find details of your nearest cleanup event and more information on reducing plastic use, visit www.sas.org.uk. That address is also included in the show notes accompanying this podcast. Just before we go, here's Greg Dewhurst with last week's highs and lows. Here are your highs and lows for the week ending Monday the 8th of April 2019. The highest temperature was recorded on Monday the 8th of April with a maximum of 19.6 Celsius at Santon Downham in Suffolk. The lowest temperature was Saturday the 6th of April with an overnight minimum of minus 5.2 Celsius in Braemar, Aberdeenshire. The sunniest place was Morecambe in Lancashire on Monday the 8th of April with 12.5 hours of sunshine. And the wettest place was Aviemore in the Scottish Highlands on Wednesday the 3rd of April with 41.8 millimetres of rainfall recorded in 24 hours. Thanks Greg. That's it for Weathersnap. I'm Adam McGiven. Producer was Simon Hammett. Do join us again next time when we take a scientific peek behind the week's weather headlines. Weathersnap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.